What is going on, people? We are back with another episode helping athletes, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, and our weekend warriors understand exercise, how to get to their results in a safe and effective manner. Today, we'll be talking about and having our first live demonstration, mild fashion release. What is it? When to do it? And why it's important. All right. Awesome, yeah. So, welcome. Uh, so excited to do this live session. This will bring kind of what we've been talking about the past uh, month or so to kind of uh, in person so you guys get a better look at what we're talking about and discussing. Um, so myofascial release. First, what is this big word, right? Myo just means muscle. Fascia just means pretty much the connective, t it just means tissue. So it's really just muscle tissue um, release, which just means you're just kind of, you know, breaking up some of the tightness and changing the perception that the brain recognizes that muscle to help with mobility, movement, and etc. and to help prepare you for whatever task activity that you're going to do. So, um, so that being said, uh, myofascial release is something we use um, in the beginning of our um, workout or before an activity. So, this is also done as something throughout your week, maybe just to kind of keep some body, just like a tune-up, kind of like a car going for an oil change. Same thing with us, right? We need to continually monitor our, our tissue, make sure that, you know, things are moving and we're getting blood flow everywhere. So another thing is, you know, mo um, um, mo movement is lotion for the body. So mobility for the body is its natural lotion to th keep things moving. And whenever we're using these balls and stuff like that to kind of help open up some of the tissues, we're creating uh, a, a kind of a balance in the hydration of the muscles in our body. So if you think about blood flow, right, blood flow in the muscles throughout our body is obviously essential. It delivers oxygen, nutrients, it pulls waste out. So it's this back and forth that we need. However, with prolonged sitting, prolonged standing, you know, um, even even prolonged activity, we start to kind of get out of uh, a balance, right? So now we get out of balance where, you know, sitting too long, we bring a little more stasis and our, and our, our, our tissues aren't moving as much so that the blood can kind of pool in certain areas and we're not gonna be getting the same hydration that we could optimally get by breaking it up every now and then throughout our week and throughout our activities that we're doing. So hydration is huge. So myofascial release really helps with the hydration into the muscles to help that blood flow, get more blood flow in. And once we create more blood flow, we're able to get kind of more nutrients to flow in and out. And the fascia, which is the tissue that just kind of covers the muscle, that is also a very important uh, area that we want to focus on because, you know, we have tendons, we have nerves all running through all of our muscles. They're pretty much running through these little tunnels and going through the fascia. So if our fascia is, is pretty tight and dehydrated, meaning it, it, it's, it's not getting movement and it's not getting blood flow, that can kind of compress some of the nerves, some of the, uh, some of the vessels that are running through my body. So by breaking that up and by, and you're not breaking up scar tissue or anything. You're not, you can't do that with a ball. You're not breaking up anything. But what you are doing is increasing the blood flow to that area. And another thing you're doing is making a connection with your brain. 
So your brain says, oh, I feel this on my leg. I feel this massage type of feeling that you're doing to my leg. So it starts to kind of reorganize this area in your brain to help with your nervous system. So it helps like your nervous system kind of reset itself, um, relax itself to help with the activities to follow. Um, so big takeaways from that is it helps with, uh, with uh, fluid flow, with blood flow, and it helps with uh, your brain kind of perceiving your body as less threatening and as kind of letting you feel like you're able to move again and organizing your nervous system in a better way. Um, so that being said, with that said, yeah, so uh, let's say I'm waking up first thing in the morning. Is there a particular place you would like to start as a physical therapist? Where would you start? Would you start down on the feet? Would you start where you just have aches and pains? How do you yeah. alleviate the pains in your body? Absolutely, absolutely. So three areas I think are critical to, um, to, to movement, to longevity, right? We all want to do things for a long time. The feet, the hips, and the thoracic spine. I start with the feet because that's where we ground ourselves. Uh, and he's doing a great job. Number one is you, we gotta go barefoot, we gotta feel the ground, we gotta understand that you know our feet are made to feel things. It's made to not be suffocated in a shoe. Um, so I start with there just to kind of bring that into play a little bit more. And like we talked about with this brain connection, the brain perceives our hands and our feet as pretty significant areas. So when we're able to get after the foot early on, that helps kind of relax your nervous system and reset it so that you can do the activity and get the best out of that as well. So start we'll with the ground up. Start with the ground up for sure. Um, so let's start with that. So what are you using here? What are we using? So this is a little cross ball. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit harder. You could also use um, a baseball, you know, tennis ball. You might sink in, but a lacrosse ball would, do, would be just mm -hmm. fine. A golf ball, if you want to get more specific. That's when you uh, endure the pain a little bit more. Yeah. Um, the more, the smaller it is, the more specific and kind of the more intense the stretch. But mm -hmm. this is a little bit broader, and this is obviously the broadest. But let's start for the foot. We're gonna start with a lacrosse ball. Is there anything in particular, any particular place that you want the people at home to be yeah. focusing? Yeah. So on? come a little bit closer to me. So we're going to start, so the, the audience can see, we're going to start with your right foot, okay? Mm -hmm. Ideally, I'd do this with the, with the shoes, with the sock off, Yeah. but for this time, it's fine. I'm going to put this underneath the heel. Yeah. So the heel is very important, right? Because when we're walking, heel contact is how we make our first step. Heel contact, and then the foot goes straight. So he's going to start on the heel. He's going to trace the outer portion to the pinky toe, he's going to come across to the big toe, and then he's going to come back to the heel. So he's going to make this kind of big triangle towards the pinky toe all the way, let the toe splay a little bit across to the big toe, and then you're just going to come back. And you know, do this about five to ten times, and you want to go a little slower because he's going to do something right here. As he's coming across the foot, you want to see your toes splay a little yeah. bit over that, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just this back and forth thing. You want to actually see your bones kind of splay. Splaying means just to like spread out over the ball that you're making contact with. So I start there. Okay. And okay. Um, so you're saying about, what did you say, one to ten rolls? One to five rolls? Yeah, I start five to ten, five to ten rolls back and forth in that triangle fashion. 
And of course, as you're doing that, you're scanning, right? You're monitoring, mm -hmm. you're being conscious of certain areas that might be more tight. So yeah. do you feel any tightness in, in one specific area? No, not at all. If you did, you can spend some time in that one area, of course. So let's say sometimes I have some people that do this and they work around the arches of the foot. Around the arches of the foot, they get into these little knots, these little like pebble zones. Okay. What do, you, what do you have them do with that if they come across those little pressure points? So when they come across that, I like to almost um, go kind of back and forth right mm -hmm. over there. So just like a little bit side to side, just like that, right mm -hmm. over. And then you can also kind of put your hand on top and put the pressure of your hand down. That's nice. And then just push your hand kind of straight down so you you're you working around that, that lacrosse ball. Okay, perfect. All right. And now after that, after I get into my feet, what else would you get into? So now I, w I would like to go on the top of the foot as well. And what you can do there is hold this on top mm -hmm. and you're going to just roll back and forth and just kind of get the top of your foot because we give a lot of attention to the bottom of our foot but we also want to give attention to the top of our foot and especially in between the toes like the webbing space mm -hmm. you want to definitely try to spread your your toes out and then just kind of rub the lacrosse ball down and up the top of your foot as you your, you remain your your toes being spread out I can feel myself getting faster by the moment yeah <laughs> Go slow too, for sure. Yeah, he caught himself, but he didn't want to go slow. And you could you could go slow. You could even go more specific, where you don't have to roll the whole way. You could just stay here and just back and forth in one small area. You put more pressure. So from there, I'll have you go on the ground. Awesome. And for our demonstration, we'll go to the left leg, so just that they see. So we can use. If you have, this is an orb, you can get it on Amazon. It's a little bit bigger, it's more, it's, it's the same kind of hard, it's still hard as a lacrosse ball. Um, for a little bit more wider areas, I like to go with this. So the calf is a, a pretty big muscle, so we'll start with this one. So he's gonna come underneath here. And now you're gonna kind of lift your body up and you're just gonna kind of come back and forth. Now this is your basic, you'll see a lot of people doing this. But what I like to do is, I like to get the inside or the outside of the calf, kind of come back and forth. And then I also like to go on the inside. So notice how he has to kind of maneuver and switch his body to get the inner calf. Mm -hmm. So right now he's flossing through some of that tissue. He's working side to side, gliding that fascia, increasing that blood flow. Of course, getting that brain to say, oh, wait a minute, I feel that. These are tight areas. I need to spend some time here. Perfect. Now, are you only going to hit the front side of the calf, or you also get into that? We're going to also get into the front as well. So okay. now he hit the back, the sides, the inner part. We're going to go on your stomach. I'm going to go into the right leg now so you can see it. Exactly. Come a little bit closer to me so they can, they can see better. There you go, right there. Good. So right there, you're going to lay completely flat on the floor. And you're just going to roll forward and back. Exactly, side to side, and now come vertical and down. Yeah, down and up, down and up. Just all across that, that anterior tibialis. I know this is like the shin splint muscle. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're having some shin splints, um, definitely incorporating all of these, not just this one, but this is definitely help for that. Um, so this is this is part of what we call we we at ProMed Physical Therapy we. Simplify it into this acronym SMASH, okay, SMASH. 
S starts for a sweat, a warm up. Maybe you start with a little heat. Maybe you do a little, uh, you know, maybe you do a little bike. Maybe you do some walking just to get a little bit warmed up. Then M is mobilize or myofascial release. And that's where we are right, right now. Mm -hmm. So you think this is the end all be all? Definitely not. Right. So Definitely it's not just you do this and you, you walk away, right? Now, you know, we would have to activate the muscles, definitely get into some strengthening, right? Mm -hmm. Because we need to get stronger. We can't just influence it and then leave it alone. You got to give it the tools to improve. Um, but that's not in this today. In this today, we're just talking about how to get the myofascial release going first. So one question that I have in, in working with some people, uh, they tend to only want to work on their sorenesses. So let's say my right foot is sore. I only work and roll out my foot, maybe stretch, and then stretch my entire body. Uh, are you stretching, are you rolling out both sides even though you only have maybe some pains in the one? Um, yeah, I, I, I do both sides. You want to definitely, you know, sometimes, um, you know, just one side might be giving you some trouble, mm -hmm. but the other side, you know, might have the same issues. Um, the body is asymmetric, so one side could be overworking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're feeling pain in this side, you know, your brain might ignore that side. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely have to, you know, give that the same attention. And again, you're making that brain-body connection to say, hey, we haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> you know, I know this side is bugging you, so always do both sides. Um, and that's tough, right? When you're feeling good, you don't want to do anything. You're like, oh, I'm feeling good. I don't need to do it. But, you know, yeah. that's probably the best time to keep your tissue healthy Yeah, is when yeah. you're feeling good. Yeah, that was going to be my next question because uh, people only do it when they're in pain and then when they feel great, they just kind of neglect it, push it, uh, pedal to the metal. Then they have to have a dial back process because they're back in pain again and understand why they're in pain. Um, so, with that said, will you be moving up into the thighs as well yeah. at all? Yeah, we'll try to so keep it too short, not too much. We just said the feet, right? Mm -hmm. Feet, our second uh, area of focus. What did we say earlier? Uh, we, we mentioned, are we, are we talking about flexibility? Well, we mentioned the feet, something up here and up here. What was the three areas? The IT bands, I forgot what the, the hips. issue with the hips. So, yeah. so feet, hips, and the T-spine. And the T-spine, okay. So the hips is our next area, right? So okay. it's not so much like the knee, right? The knee is really just an extension of the hip. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, a lot of people with the knee pains on the side and quad or maybe the hamstring, mm -hmm. I really like to look up at the hip exactly. and the ankle, which we just did, mm -hmm. but really sometimes it's more above into that. So I like to attack kind of where the IT band attaches to, which mm -hmm. is the, uh, TFL. Mm -hmm. Okay. The TFL is a little bit in the front side. Sensor fascia latte. Yes. It's yeah. in the front side, a little bit more on the outside. Um, and we'll use that one for that one. So, okay. grab that ball. Okay, you're gonna yeah. go. Yeah. We're gonna go on your stomach. Should I go left leg? No. Yeah. Oh, so you want right me on the front side of the hip? Yeah, it's gonna be front side. Come back a little bit more. Okay. All right, good. Right there. So right there. So he's gonna feel. So right now he's right in the front, almost hip flexor area. Mm -hmm. He's gonna do about five seconds of rolling up and down. Yeah or five swipes up and down, three, four, and five. And I want you to get on your, on your right side. So lay on your right side a little bit more. Good, exactly. Mm -hmm. So keep that, it's gonna be really tough. So you know your, your hip bone, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna go a little bit to the side of that mm -hmm. and down. 
and you're going to be right in that little muscle groove because we don't need to smash the IT band too much. That's, that's not really a muscle. What we need to get to is the origin of that muscle, which is that TFL. Mm -hmm. So when we're working that TFL, he has to go on his side a little bit more and he's going to go rotate a little more on it. There you go. And then you're just going to go back and forth. And he's working right in that area right on the side there. Yeah. So that's a good area to start with for the hip. And that's one of the main areas. So it's this side. So he started on his stomach for about five to 10 swipes. And then he goes on his side for five to 10 swipes. And maybe he goes, what, two, three rounds of that. You don't gotta spend your whole day there. You know, you do two, three minutes and you're, you're off to the next thing. Is it according to your feel? Like daily, how you feel? Yeah, well, yeah. It, you know, I think, um, you know, I think everything comes down to programming, you know, and we're programming, you know, your year. If it's January 1st, okay, the next two months, my emphasis is on, you know, uh, two times a week I'm doing legs. Well, that probably, you're probably going to need to focus on, you know, keeping that healthy, keeping that tissue moving because your program is doing more legs that, that, that eight weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you take a week off or two weeks off and then the next program is maybe, you know, 10 weeks, but it's more focused on legs one time a week upper body, you know, and, a, you know, some sort of upper cardio workout, uh, maybe some boxing, something like that. Mm -hmm. So in those instances, something like this, you might not need to do every single day, but it's still good to do before your leg day, maybe after once or twice a week. Ah, um, that's a nice question. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So we talked a lot about pre, pre, uh, pre warm up activation, things like that. Uh, are you doing this after your training on a daily basis? So this is a great way to, yeah, recover, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we're always hitting the gas pedal, so something like this is great to do as a cool down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we mentioned my acronym SMASH, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's leading towards the functional movements. So you, you mobilized, you did your myofascial, A is for activate, activate, S is for like a sports specific type of movement, mm -hmm. and then H is more kind of like that high training, maybe getting into some squats, maybe getting into some high intensity kind of lunges, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, smash ends with that, right? Mm -hmm. But really, um, that's programming you into a workout. But it's always good to recover on your own at home with these tools, just to kind of get your body back into a neutral state, get back into recovery mode, mm -hmm. and not being so pedal to the metal and then just go to sleep, right? You, yeah. you want to prepare your body for that recovery, for just, you know, sitting down on the couch, for just laying down, going to bed. It's good to get your body to r release itself a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. You just Stand worked, up. you just worked your tail off, you went through the whole smash, you activated, you, you mobilized, you activated, you did some sports things, you did some agilities, you did some, uh, you know, some high intensity stuff. Now you're just going to go home and sleep? Well, you know, I mean, you probably still ramped up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it is good to cool down with these tools. People, listen. I don't know. So many people in the gym, they're just going hard, going hard every day, and then they have to take a month off for their aches and pains. Doctor physical therapy telling you it's not about just how hard you push. It's also about the cool down process. That's just as yeah. important as, as as hard as you work. And you can't work hard every single day. No, you know? absolutely so, not. So I think that's essential. Um, let me see where we are with the time. Not bad at all. So, uh, T-spine. So now we worked in from the feet, 
we worked up into the hips, part into the hips, and now we're up into the T-spine, the thoracic, uh, thoracic spine. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So the T-spine, right, that's the third area of focus when we want to start mobilizing and stuff like that. So with that, we're going to have to take this, we're going to take the ball, we're going to lay on the floor. kind of put this on the other side so he's going to put this right in the middle of his back here okay and in this position he's just going to kind of slide down and up just on the outside or on the side of his spine so he's not going too far to the spine but he's just going up and down the kind of outer part of the mid back there and then he's going to do the other side and again five to ten swipes both sides nothing crazy Some good popping happening there. Yeah. Some good some, action. Exactly. Some back and forth. It's my favorite, actually. And then now hold it there in a in a tight spot, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna keep your hands behind here. Mm -hmm. You're gonna blow out. Ribs are down. Blow out. Get the ribs to come all the way down. And I want him to try to open up over that ball, but don't lose your rib flare. So you gotta keep the ribs down as he's trying to open up. Otherwise. If he's just popping up here, he's using his lower back. But we said we wanted to, yeah, like that. So do it again. So when he's doing that, he's using lower back. And we said we needed to get to the mid-back. The rest is the T-spine, right? That's the area of target, not the lower back. So how do we not get lower back? Well, exhale, blow out, lock out that lower back so that the ribs are coming down. So he's, he, can't, he can't cheat now. His ribs are down, his core is engaged. And now he's going to open up the chest over that T-spine as he's exhaling and breathing down, holding his core tight. So that's a, that's a, a real good go-to. I also like to go on your hands and knees. Okay, come a little bit closer so the camera can see you. Beautiful. Arms straight down into the floor, about shoulder width apart. Okay. Now what he's going to do, he's going to push away from the ground. So push up. Hold that there, that nice pelvic tilt. Good. Now go back out so the audience can see the wrong way to do it. So that's the wrong way to do it, right? Mm -hmm. What we want to see is him tuck his butt underneath him. So tuck that butt, push underneath the other way. Good. And now push into my hands, push up, up, up. Ribs are down, blow out, blow out. Now hold it there. He's going to breathe in and focus his attention on driving air here. And then he's going to exhale and he's gonna bring those ribs down and push away at the same time. He's gonna breathe in, he's gonna exhale, blow out, and he's gonna keep pushing away from the floor. Don't, don't lose that. So you can see here, he's starting to lose that. So he's gotta work on blowing into that T-spine. So breathe in, exhale and push away again. Yeah, it's better. So you're just pushing away for both. For the inhale, you push away and exhale because we wanna mobilize this mid-back. So then I would end with that just to kinda you know, myofascial doesn't just have to be with a tool. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to just be with lacrosse ball and, and, and getting on top of your muscles. You can move it with your body, stretching, breathing, making sure your intention is on your, your breath. Because by him inhaling and exhaling and him expanding that mid-back, guess what that's doing? That's stretching out your, Everything. your muscles and your fascia in the back Those there anyway. Circulation. Yeah. And just what he said earlier, you should get a nice little sweat onto your body. I haven't even done much, I've done a typical warm-up, but I've got a nice little perspiration and I, my body is and will be ready for activation when the time it. comes to it. Yeah, yeah, so uh, yeah.
with that said, guys, uh, I think we're we're up yeah. and out of time for our first little demonstration episode. We will have more coming for you next week. We'll be talking more about the upper body and how to uh, myofascial release the upper body in certain uh, spots. And if you have any questions, places that you'd like to to get help with uh, about how, uh, send us an email at promedpt at kinetic remedy, and we can help you with the with your needs. Uh, so with that said. Yeah, like I said, like he was just saying, you know, this is the, the key kind of staple areas that we want to look at. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't end here. This is this is the beginning. Um, let's keep the conversation going. Let me know if you have any questions. You can find me at the Boxing Doc on Instagram. Awesome. Comment at PromedPT. And, you know, like, share with a friend, share with somebody who can benefit from this information. Thank yes, you. people. Yes, more coming. Strength building, uh, flexibility, exercising, cutting fat, uh, nutrition, all the good stuff. Programming. We'll begin to have it for you. Awesome. So, yeah, brother. Thank you. Appreciate Smart, it. Man. Good job. That was nice. Thank you. Not bad. Good job.